it just because we're all tired? Anything and everything. I don't know about you guys, but like mm-hmm. little things just make me freak out at like yeah. the the slightest provocation lately. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, we are here to we're you here to have... iron that out of you, oh. Christy. We're here to soothe that part of you. <laughs> iron it out and, of you. And uh, tonight is whip it out. Tonight is which makes me tonight's anxious. Tonight's a soft <laughs> night. Tonight's a smooth night. We're here to do the taxes on your feelings. <laughs> Christy. Oh, good. Okay. Mm. Oh, it's like ASMR RPG. Yeah. And then the dragon comes. <laughs> it says, and it decides to tap its claws. Oh, that's very good. on sign I know this is like an intense part of the story but there's no chance of this turning into a holiday episode is there <laughs> Louisa there's always the chance whoever killed my my wife at the time has decided to hunt after her and me by association Did your wife had a name yeah Shan her name was Shan a pretty deadly raid is happening. We need to go. I say we go north. So the main thing will be, uh, Sinyi, uh, for driving here, is that you're going to have to basically bust through uh, the chaos, uh, which right now looks like some attackers and people are kind of running. So it depends on how quickly you want to do this. We're zooming. Uh, so this would be a uh, luck roll that probably Louisa Sinyi should uh, oh, great. take. Two. Another car is going in reverse, and you uh, T-bone uh, this this car. Between the state that she was in when Alexi like hugged her, to now and this like you know jostling around in fire and screaming, Fenriel has shut down. Like she is just like she has no idea what's going on, and she's in feral mode. And now it is the other attacking zealot, uh, Jonas, uh, who threw a a knife at you. She's actually going to take out a form of a rope dart uh, of a rope with a a blade on the edge of it. And she unwinds it. And as she gets closer, is kind of going for somewhat of a surprise attack of like uncoiling it and just whipping it at your center of mass. 10. So she rolled a 16. Um, as uh, she does uh, hit you there, and uh, you just don't move in time. Yeah. You take six stamina damage. Oh, shit. Okay. 
Uh, and you do take an injury because uh, once you go over four standard damage, you do take injury. Uh, and uh, yeah, you are impaled center of mass. Is Sarah going to become an orphan? Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, you take that stress, and uh, cool. your next uh, turn, your actions can be done with disadvantage, because you're cool. reeling from that hit. Nice. Um, cool. But, uh, yeah, so this uh, rope dart does stick into you there, and you go to move forward, but you're too <laughs> late. Uh, right. And, uh, again, this uh, your combatant's reaction is, uh, yep. you know, hard to judge, because she's wearing a helmet. Um, right. But, uh, Jonas, it is your turn, uh, and you will have disadvantage on your action. Okay, so it impales me. Jonas is gonna and then like cough up a ton of blood. I'm guessing, uh, and just sure. just just like in like a weird, you know, like the hazy eyes. Just he's just instantly in this kind of like I'm obviously near death. Just just point and just shoot right at her. He's just gonna just point and just try to kill her right now if he can. Yeah. Uh, so this would be either dexterity, intelligence, or wisdom, but this uh, will be with disadvantage because of yeah. your endurance roll. So I'm gonna use an inspiration. See if I can help with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 14. Oh my god, she rolled a 15. Oh. As you as you go to fire and uh, just kind of reading oh. your mind because your only weapon is your gun, uh, she just kind of uh, expertly defs to the side, just sidesteps, and again, you fire at nothing as right. she again is closing distance there. Oh, so wait, can I yell to Sarah quickly? Can I talk uh, to sure, Sarah real yeah. quick? Sure, yeah. action. So I'm going to yell to Sarah. I'm going to be like, Sarah, it's time. Get one of the, get the gun from my pocket now. Cool. You're yelling that energy there. Um, we're going to give it to Sinyi next and then uh, Fenriel because Fenriel's kind of extricated herself from the battle at this instance here. Uh, Sinyi, uh, with that, you are in the uh, truck with that high rolling intelligence from last round. You've clocked the gunshots. You can tell that, um, I mean, everyone here in the battle, to be clear, can tell Jonas is in a bad way. Uh, but it's happening very quickly. Uh, Sinye, you're in the other car now. Uh, what do you wish to do with your turn? If I'm able to, I would love to turn and barrel right into this zealot. <laughs> well, so like the way I imagine it is like yeah. your 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 uh, this this truck was backing up yeah. from its perspective. You hit it, yeah. and the zealots are where my face is. So you can back up and start to move the car and try to engage oh. with them that way. But it's going to be like backing up the truck. Wouldn't have enough momentum, eh? Well, you're also T-boned with it, kind of. So you have to kind of scratch along the wind star. You have to disengage from it. Like you're, you're, you're both kind of like. Do there's I probably have, some pushback. Do I have direct line of sight then? Uh, somewhat. Uh, I'll say like kind of like a quarter of their body because the the car is kind of in the way. Like both cars kind of make a thin window, and uh, this person is kind of moving about. So you have. A shot, if you did take a shot, for example, it would be with disadvantage because it's dark and you don't have a great line of sight, but it's you do have somewhat of a line of sight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to take a shot with uh, another point of inspiration. All right. That evens out. Still not bad. Uh, 14. 14. Yeah. Uh, that is definitely uh, going to hit. Then so you take a moment, kind of a terrifying moment. You kind of wait as uh, this attacker dodges it and looks back and you uh, line it up and fire a bolt uh, silently and kind of thunk, hits her helmet as she stutters back there and it pierces some of it and crumples it uh, there uh, as uh, they kind of disengage as clearly as hit part of their face um, there. 
Um, and you also have your movement, uh, which will allow if you want to do a different minor action, you definitely could do that. Yeah, I would love to try and get the car like kind of a little more unstuck so that I can yeah. start to, yeah. You don't even make a roll for that. Uh, you're just working on it. Great. Uh, so, uh, Fenriel, uh, you are on uh, Sinyi's uh, side of the vehicle. You're in this feral state, so you're away from the action. Uh, what do you wish to do in this uh, feral state? You're out of the car now. Okay. Um, well, in this state, I think, um, in hearing Sarah's scream in particular, like the screams of a child suddenly, mm. Fenriel just, like, you thought she was mad before. Now she's like... She's on all fours, (laughs) and she just starts, like, gunning at the screen, like, towards, um, like, running like an animal. And... So are you climbing over the car, through the car? Uh, yeah, over the car. Like, over it. And she is about, like, I'm picturing, I've said Squirrel Girl before, I'm picturing that she doesn't even, there's no inhibition, she is vaulting off the top of the car, we we will see. Make a, a strength or dexterity roll for me, please. Uh, and uh, with advantage, because you're feral. Oh! Twelve. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, we'll say that is your movement there. As you, uh, you know, it's not as quite as impressive as that. As you clamber up the, uh, the van there, as she definitely sees you. Um, but she's got a bolt in her face. Uh, as, uh, yeah, you look down at what's going on there. Um, yeah, it appears that definitely Jonas is hurt. Uh, you know, uh, there is like a, a blade and a rope, uh, through him. Uh, and, uh, this armored figure is, uh, looking up, uh, at you now. Uh, you have your action and you're, we'll say like on top of the van. Um, how do you wish to use your combat action here? Okay. So can my action be to pounce on her? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Make a strength roll with advantage. I need more strength than dex. This is bad for me. Okay. Uh, 11. You leap at her and she, even though she's bolt in her face, just by instinct, uh, you leap at her and she just kind of like uh, blocks and pushes you away into the ground. This is going to hit the ground beside her. Um, great. Uh, so now it is Sarah's go. Uh, Sarah is witnessing her uh, father be in great pain. Her father uh, yells something about a, uh, a gun. Um, yeah, either uh, Stefan or Christy, I suppose. Any ideas on what you think Sarah would do? No rules needed, just like behaviorally. Stefan, you know your daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see the um, chamber on her forearm unlock as a plasma cannon. <laughs> That's what I was, yeah. Throws. It's time. Yeah. Now is the time. The plasma cannon starts to rotate out of her wrist. Yeah, yeah. She was never actually a child. She was a transformer car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she turns into a smaller windstar. <laughs> Everyone jumps star. on top. Why didn't you tell me that? Because <laughs> I'm a go-kart, yeah. not a girl. I'm a girl nice. kart. I'm a girl kart. Nice. She's gonna. Can I, can I roll to see how calm if she calms down? Is that a thing? I don't know. Is that? Uh, yeah, make a fortune roll. So a luck roll for me. Yeah, let's do that. Let's 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 determine. Let's use fate. Well, I rolled a twenty. <laughs> oh my god! So Sarah is ideal. Like she's doing all the correct moves. This is, she's no, gone yeah. into like Jason Bourne mode. Like she's now Jason assessing. Mode. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah. where I'm at. Yeah, because like, I want. Yeah. I, I, so I'm gonna. So I'm gonna say she takes. So she's screaming. She's panicking. And then Jonas is like, Sarah, I need you to help. It's time now. And she's just like 
And she just like takes a second and just like goes to the door and then opens it and then runs out to him. And she's just gonna like run to grab like like a the gun from his like the, I think there's a second gun that you gave me that I found before. Yeah, you definitely do have um, a second gun, yeah. So she she kinda like maybe in the second she calculates this and she's like okay and she just runs she's running for the gun to grab to shoot to shoot the lady uh yeah with that 20 i mean it 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 happens where you know we can add flavor onto this but yeah maybe something does unlock there's a scream and then perhaps a strange calmness or this focus as i always follow her perspective almost like uh i'm imagining it like um almost like a third person video game for whatever reason the camera tracks behind her and she's very calmly opens the door into the chaos reaching your pocket pulls out the gun pops off the safety <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah, chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah 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 uh, just looks inside puts on sunglasses um, <laughs> i meant it for real she would have to yeah right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. is there yeah, like nice. something yeah. do jonas yeah. and sarah have like a thing where he's like okay Safety down. Pull back. Eyes like yeah. close eye. Anything like yeah, that. Yeah, we see, like, a, is there we a, see a flashback yeah. of that training for sure. A quick montage mm-hmm. of them shooting cans in a field. And... Yeah. Um, and as she does this, uh, she's calmly aims up and fires twice. And sure enough, this combatant with the helmet just like uh, one hits her into the head, one hits her in the center of mass, and she just falls down uh, there uh, as she's sprawled on the ground and blood is pooling uh, from her there. As uh, Jonas, you get an inspiration point as your daughter saves you. Ooh. Very Ellie and Joel vibe going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. But the fight is not over. Uh, Alexi, it is your turn of, uh, as you've definitely got the upper hand now, as you've given uh, a whopping, uh, now the third sledgehammer blow. This guy's crumpled and is still, you know, there, but like crunched up and looks like he's seen better days here. Uh, Alexi, what are you doing uh, with your combat turn? Yeah, I think Alexi is just going to run full force and try to just knee this guy in the chin. Just end it. Sure. Make a make a strength roll. Yeah. He's going to react with disadvantage. Strength roll. 13. <laughs> yeah, you rolled a 9. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, you full on get his head and just goosh, uh, hit him and, uh, you know, cracked nose, blood, uh, whiplash back and he just falls down you know perhaps even dead uh, like you just hit him it's just so the way fucking it is hard. man just a snap <laughs> yeah yeah there maybe like yeah for those who slow it down and listen again you heard that snap sound effect like ooh that water bottle crunch mm. ooh no mm. it's just foley artists slapping celery against their <laughs> chest <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> exactly uh, so Lexi that is your action but uh, Sinyi and uh, and Alexi, you know, that, again, that low luck, there are still a couple zealots around and they see the ruckus you're causing and they're communicating and looking like they might do another like charge or attack. Uh, you've definitely got their attention as like the main source of aggression here. Uh, Sinyi, you've freed up the uh, pickup. Are you kind of backing it up to reconvene with the party once again? If you're alive, get in. I will not crash this time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as you hear this, and Fenriel, like, your feral state, like, I assume that's going to take, like, a wind down, right? Like, it doesn't just click off, I assume. Like, she's just growling and snarling and, like, <laughs> looking. And then I think she sees Alexi and something in her stills. Yeah, make a wisdom roll. Inspiration. Also, I like that we traded up for a truck. 
other than Jonas dying, this worked out very well for us. Just <laughs> hey, kidding. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> my daughter turns into a go-kart. And I am at uh, a 12. Uh, so you're you're starting to wind down, but you're still in feral mode. Okay. Uh, like, definitely calm breath a little bit, but you're still definitely in feral okay. mode. Okay, so then I think Alexi, uh, noticing that uh, that our friend here uh, has met his end, uh, is gonna is gonna walk over to um, uh, to the rope dart lady, um, and just kneel down and rip her helmet off. You rip it off there. Um, yeah, she's got some tattoos, braided hair. Uh, it looks like she's bleeding from a bolt in her like uh, cheek. And also there's an exit wound of a bullet also near the bolt. Uh, and she's like bleeding profusely, but her eyes are still like she's panicking, obviously. Uh, but she still has a degree of calm or focus as she's breathing heavily and is bleeding so much. Uh, yeah, Alexi just through labored breaths just sort of says like, why? Why? Because you are here and it's our land. Fair. Yeah, no fair. <laughs> Is that Alexi's response? Fair. No, fair. Fair. Yeah, fair. Fair. Uh, no, I think Alexi, um, Alexi just sort of like just tosses the helmet aside and like lumbers back up using his hands on his knees, just sort of stands back up and starts uh, making his way back uh, towards Jonas. Before you get all the way up, um, she just kind of through, uh, like, coughing up blood, manages to say, Esper will find you. This is his land. Um, yeah, as uh, <laughs> I think Alexi, hmm. I think at the, that at that at that next, like, I don't know, I think just for flavor, I guess, like, this is where I'm coming from with it is that Alexi, like. He was fed up for sure of all of the of all of the stuff that was going on. And he just decided, you know, she's dying. I'll just let her walk away. And I think just at the final like sentence, just it just pushes him over the top and he just walks over and just just kicks her in the head. No. Uh, And that'll do it. The, The camera won't indulge, but it kind of, you know, stops at your waist as we see your leg go down, you know, so we don't see the effect. But yeah, Alexa, you, you've definitely killed this person. They are dead. Uh, yeah. And then as he sort of <laughs> he wipes his boot on the grass as he as he continues to walk toward Jonas. So I guess this is, I don't know. I mean, this could be an ending image for me. So it's like there is these these flashes of what each character is doing. And then and then there's like and then maybe like the camera goes and you see like a I'm imagining like you can see all the action happening. So you see this truck in the background that Sinyi's like, like, get in if you're alive. And then like, Fen- uh, is like, like, you know, uh, wildly like making her way. And then, and then you see Alexi like kicking the head here. And in the middle of the chaos, I just imagine like Sarah's just kind of like looking at the dead body she just shot. And Jonas is just kind of standing there, like just kind of like, like misty eyed a little bit. Cause I think he's, I imagine he's on near, he's, he's on the verge of death or some kind of thing like that. And it's just like zooming in as you hear like, the sounds of chaos happening all around and the sounds in the background of all this chaos and explosion, whatever's going on. And it just like comes that high pitched noise just for a second as it zooms in closer on Sarah and Jonas and Jonas and just closer to Jonas. And then it's just like, he just kind of just like mumbles. He just like shy. Cool. Uh, as you're all jumping in here and it's kind of assumption as Sinny, you're pulling away. And this time, you know, you're kind of like, yes, very cautiously driving. Like, OK, let's not T-bone anything. Uh, and the next thing you'll have to address is that Jonas and Alexi, if you don't get stabilized soon, 
you you will bleed out. You have you've got sufficient wounds that if not bandaged yeah. or drugged, like uh, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. Well, Jonas, do you still have the dart in you, or is it out? No one's removed it yet. Uh, she never pulled it out. I, so we should so, keep it in. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. pull it out. <laughs> so it's just there. It's like it's just in his. Maybe you can there. use the rope to like turn to catch yourself. Not it'll help. It's not a limb. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, if um if Sarah had a twenty luck, is there any chance that she could like? Yeah, I think uh, definitely Sarah could be stabilizing uh, Jonas first uh, and recognizing Alexi. You can hold on a little longer because of your yeah. Model. And I think Alexi Alexi is just like we just see him in the back, just like taking off his one of his shirts, like layers of shirt, and just like ripping it and making like a bandage of some kind. Yeah, great. Starting with Sinyi here, as Sinyi, you probably put a little bit of distance if you wish, uh, and you're probably alone in the cab here, um, as uh, you know, uh, you're making some distance, and you can see the in the rearview mirror uh, the fires uh, behind you and, and the chaos there. Uh, any other, uh, yeah, any final scenes or images or moments from Sinyi? Do you think? No, I think she's just driving slowly and like glancing around, and in her hand. Uh, the crossbow is like back in her bag and she's just fiddling um, with the USB key in between her finger and her, her forefinger and her thumb. Hmm. Love it. Love it. Nice. Uh, and uh, Fenriel, uh, this has been probably about, uh, you know, perhaps like five minutes of driving, but the adrenaline has dialed down considerably uh, from this. Uh, and just being in the open air and also just being in the back of a pickup where it's just like, you know, it's now probably around 11 p.m. at night and you can hear uh, the sounds of the wilds and whatnot. It's something more that you're used to. Uh, it probably is quite comforting. So at your leisure, you can kind of, you know, um, return back to normal, so to speak. I think that she turns herself towards the side of the truck and just quietly weeps. Um, anything from Alexi? Yeah, I think Alexi, um, he just sort of like seeing all of this just sort of leans in through like the back window. I'm imagining like the, the back window that looks into the cab of the pickup truck, just sort of like over his shoulder, just says like, Sinyi, it's terrible back here. It's so quiet. Turn the radio on. <laughs> As she like sort of leans over and, and turns it on and we hear, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You begin to play. Um, but yeah, perhaps a Christmas tune. I mean, it is spring, so that doesn't make yeah. a ton of sense. But, you know, Rick Okay, so then uh, I'll make a luck roll. Let me just make a quick luck roll. I just rolled I just rolled a 20. I just rolled a 20. What? I just rolled a 20. Wait, what was it? You made that luck roll. And I don't even know what that was. I was making. To I, I was like, going to make a luck roll. Doing? I wanted to make a luck roll and tell me. So I rolled a 20. But just tell me. So then. Yeah, so tell me if this is... Okay, so we, we hear uh, Alexi just yell back like, Oh, it's too quiet. Turn the radio on. And uh, yeah, she turns it on. Click. And, she, and all we hear is on the other end. If you're listening, it's a, it's a quiet one here in Limestone. And uh, I'm throwing on uh, a bit of a throwback for everybody. Uh, this one's called All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> in spring. <laughs> In spring, is the disc jockey going to explain this choice or? Uh, yeah, he just says, um, "Thanks, mom, for everything." As he turns on the song. Oh no! 
Uh, okay, well, you rolled a 20, or you said you rolled a 20, John. I don't know. If I, I can't prove that. it, but no, I did roll a 20. I can't prove it, but. As you uh, drive, probably, Sinyi, for uh, probably about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on your speed. You probably slow down a little bit as uh, these roads are uh, dark and not necessarily the most well-maintained, obviously, with the uh, collapse of civilization. You know, there are a couple times where you have to uh, even stop and slowly navigate your car around like a a fell tree or, you know, some uh, wildlife overgrowth uh, that has claimed part of the road as you uh, go off-road to go around it. Um, But you do find signs of civilization, uh, smaller than Inverary. But uh, you notice uh, on, uh, first on the left side, a a lake. As uh, Kingston, uh, where you hail from, was now renamed Limestone, is of course just on the cusp of the Thousand Islands, a smattering of lakes in Canada. And you see one of these many lakes on the left-hand side, and then another on the right, and you see what looks to be a boat launch and a linkage uh, beneath a road between these two lakes here, and some lights. Uh, what looks to be uh, a couple of electric lights and definitely some firelight and a collection of vehicles. Uh, Let's say about five vehicles that are pulled over by the side of the road and uh, with the fire and the vehicles and it kind of ambushes you, uh, Sinyi, and the rest of the car as you kind of, it's a winding highway, so you kind of go down a hill and then all of a sudden, bam, you see this sight here. Out here in the wilderness, this is probably your best bet to at least ask for a doctor. You could keep on going, but who knows if there's even going to be uh, more civilization for hours. Who knows what's out there? Um, okay, just gonna park. Just gonna get out of the car. I'd like to use my photographic memories. Does, is there a license plate on the on the car? On the truck? Uh, no. Uh, I'm gonna say there's not. Okay, uh, great. You know, some people just rip them off because there's no need for them. Great. Um, Fantastic. Um, she's gonna kind of like look in the car and like cinematically you know, she turns her gaze and she looks at Jonas. She's like, oh, I'll ask Alexi. And then it pans over to Alexi, who's not doing so well either. And over to Fenriel. Well, Sarah, oh, looks like you're in charge. I'll go see if I can find someone. You know, you hold down the fort. Okay. She just, Sarah just nods her head. Uh, great. <laughs> so he uh, hops gingerly out of the car because of her stubbed toe. <laughs> well played. <laughs> and um, does she just go, ow? Oh no, she's, she's trying to hide it. You can't ow. show weakness. <laughs> um, and she's gonna, she's gonna kind of like look for people to talk to and ask around. See someone who uh, you couldn't see as they're kind of like, again, kind of a silhouette in the darkness, uh, but they appear to be knitting uh, on the porch of one of the structures. Um, and uh, she's a woman and she kind of gets to her feet uh, and, uh, you know, uh, just kind of like across the road, just kind of uh, says in a soft, uh, you know, she yells, but softly uh, to signal you and just says, um, hello. Sinyi uh, kind of like puts her one hand in her bag and the other hand in her pocket and she she, she uses her innocent demeanor. <laughs> nice. Your skill? Yep. Yes. Nice. Um, hi. Hello. Can, can I help you? Um, maybe. I, uh, is there a medic around here? I've got some friends that were injured by, I mean, I don't even know what to call them, but 
not great people. Oh, um, is it serious? Uh, yeah. Let me, let me take a look as uh, she kind of uh, strides towards you, putting down her work. Um, see a woman who's, uh, you know, quite elderly, perhaps in her 70s, um, just kind of has like, you know, uh, rough but pleasant wear from obviously surviving on the, uh, not even the fringes of society, just the fringes, um, as uh, she approaches you and kind of cleans her hands uh, and just kind of gestures uh, to be uh, shown uh, these people. Uh, sure. You have you have medical experience? Uh, yes, my husband was a doctor and I picked up the trade a little bit. Oh, how lucky. Um, yep, yeah, right this way. Yeah, for all who are coming inside, uh, definitely Alexi and Jonas would have to. Uh, you're coming inside what looks to be a... Uh, a house, uh, even a house that was kind of geared towards be uh, a cottage by the lake uh, kind of feel uh, back in the before times, mm. um, but has definitely been um, opened up uh, as in there are no kind of trappings of decorations. It's all very practical and uh, towards a living room uh, that seems to have a, um, a padded dining room table uh, that seems to be used for this kind of thing with some bright mm. lights above it. Uh, as uh, Jonas, uh, as Alexi, rather, you can place uh, Jonas mm. here. Wilma kind of uh, takes a breath. She steals herself. Um, you know, she uh, swallows. Uh, it appears that she's a little anxious about the nature of the wound here. But she rolled very well. Uh, so that's good. I hope she's a terrible doctor. Oh, there's a big thing in his chest. Just <laughs> <laughs> Let me just pull that out. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. The sputtering is normal. <laughs> Pack some dirt on it. <laughs> yeah, dirt helps. Put a bird on it. <laughs> Did you put a bird on it? Yeah, put a bird on it. <laughs> put a bird on it. <laughs> you know what really helped this? Another rope dart, I think, to clog up this hole with this rope dart. Cry it out. <laughs> yeah, Talladega Night style. Yeah. Um, no, uh, Wilma approaches, you know, you're probably paler uh, because you probably mm-hmm. lost some substantial blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some um, substantial blood. Yeah, some. Um, as uh, she puts a hand, uh, you know, uh, above the wound on your chest and says, I believe you're going to be fine, but it's going to be a long, uncomfortable night, I'm afraid. I think if you can stay awake and talk to me and keep your strength... You'll be fine, and we'll all see you tomorrow morning. I'm gonna say, like Jonas, kind of, you know, he's he he's like he's conscious and somewhat awake now. He or that's this goes through to him to an extent, and he just because like he looks over and he's like, "Yeah, thanks." And with that, uh, Wilma turns around to the rest of you um, and says, "By chance, do any of you um, have any?" medical training or are having experience in assisting um uh, Sarah's gonna step forward like you didn't even finish this. Sarah's gonna step forward and say like I know about botany I know uh, medical plants I can collect plants for you and at that point Fenrail steps forward too and just nods quietly Folks, uh, will not be role playing the uh, you know the surgery uh, and the medical <laughs> procedure no, like, that goes on. Giant screams or anything? No, just ah, as he's getting the thing pulled out. No tweezers, scalpel. 
moments. No, there's probably definitely moments of pain and yelling and some stress-induced moments like that. Uh, you know, uh, definitely some uh, bleeding uh, as well. Um, and, you know, probably later in the night, uh, you know, changing the bandages and, you know, uh, more blood potentially. But actually, um, yeah, this will be considered uh, downtime. This downtime is just a amount of time that we're not necessarily going to role play through. Uh, we can have definitely, you know, scenes or montage elements uh, as we wish. Uh, but these are um, the times where mechanically uh, you can recover your stamina. But also during downtime, uh, you can do things like sleep, which probably a lot of you uh, wish to do, or, you know, work on skills if it was a different situation and all that kind of stuff. But Jonas, uh, I need you to make a constitution roll just to see how well you are healing. Yes. E9. So it is rough. Uh, like I mentioned, folks, if uh, you know you're spending any amount of time observing this, it is a painful affair. Uh, if any of you are getting sh- uh, getting shut eye that is an adjacent room, uh, you are awoken sometimes uh, just by you know uh, perhaps some nervous uh, whispers of uh, Wilma to some uh, some others, or yells of pain, or perhaps as we saw from the last episode, some perhaps even incoherent babblings from Jonas that kind of makes for a scary uh, environment um, to sleep through. Well, actually, I was going to say I think Fenriel would. Um, I was going to see if this was okay, Julian. Actually, sure. stay and start saying small things and like watching the medic really closely and trying to get as much information as she can in case there's like she's using new te- new ways to practice the healing and um you know cure yeah. the wounds to try to like uh, bolster your own um because mm-hmm. you have a healing skill i do i have uh, i have medicine yeah uh you can certainly do that actually um you would be able to uh help uh quite a bit uh sorry i yeah well wilma didn't know but yeah you having medicine uh you're definitely not a stranger to this practice um so uh yes i'll need um christy i'll need you to make either a uh wisdom or intelligence role as you'll be helping with this 10 10. Uh, great. Yeah, you're definitely helping, uh, but nothing extraordinary here. Uh, but yeah, you're definitely picking up some things. And also you're helping Wilma actively. As in sometimes you're kind of like, uh, you know, you do speak up a little bit, uh, which is like, hey, I think we should change, you know, the dressing now. Or like, I think this herb would be better, that kind of thing. And Wilma is grateful uh, for your help. Uh, you get an inspiration point if you think Fenrir would take it, uh, just as Wilma is like grateful as she's definitely trying to make this man live, and you are definitely helping. So it's not just all on her, which is stressful. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm gonna. Ha- I guess there's there's a point where Sarah doesn't have to uh, be around the surgery stuff. So I'm gonna have her go into this other room. She's gonna go into the room where Alexi and Cindy are hanging out, and maybe she sees Alexi just kind of lying on his back and Cindy on the computer. And I think Sarah's gonna like go over and just like sit next to Cindy just like pop like right next to her and uh and like just like have her head just kind of yeah like, I'm gonna close that laptop as soon as she does that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just just kind of like this and she's just gonna sit there and like let the silence sit for a bit and she's just gonna have you ever guys killed someone before um and Alexi's eyes sort of shoot open um at that and he sort of like sits up in a in a grunt um and uh he looks over to sarah and just says like and he pats the uh couch cushion next to him sarah's gonna like look up to cindy and 
look over and and then walk over. Sinyi is like happy for someone else to take that question as you as if you zoom in, she's getting very <laughs> tense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um and uh I think just for flavor, Stefan, if it's cool, I think like if you know Sarah comes and sits over and then she's sort of sitting there looking at her feet or whatever and her hands are sort of shaky yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh and Alexi just sort of puts his hand over both her hands. And just sort of says, like, it's a scary thing, isn't it? She just kind of, like, nods her head. Yeah. Yeah. She looks up. Have you? Have you killed people? So Sinyi's going to look and say, well, Sarah difficult i think it depends on what you count as the killing blow did i kill her did you if it was someone else is it us was something else someone else gonna get to them anyway right i I guess so i but that always tells me to that always and she kind of has like some tears maybe just like a little bit of just some you know wet eyes she's that always looks so uh sure when he does it but this this felt wrong this felt weird it didn't it, it uh. yeah i think alexi at that point just kind of says like it's complicated but know that you did the right thing it could have been much worse you helped that is what matters and In the cold, silent twilight, you can reflect on whether or not it makes you good or bad. But while you are alive, while you are awake, you must keep moving forward. Don't let these questions stop you. I think Sinyi is going to take in what Alexi said. She's going to consider it. It's something she's been thinking about. And she'll look at Sarah and she'll go, listen, you and I, we're both small. I mean, I'm not as small as you, but you know, sometimes when you don't have as much power, you don't have as many choices. Right. Right. What I'd like to happen next, and let me know if this is okay, is that Fenrael walks in, and like I don't think anyone noticed her a few mm. minutes prior, and she's just been leaning against the wall listening. And she looks up at uh, Sarah, and then she goes, Sarah, why don't you come help me dress Alexi's wound? And it's the first thing that she said. She's pretty monotone, and I want her to bring... Uh, Sarah over and show her exactly what she's doing to fix mm. Alexi mm. Um, and explains every step mm. um, and uh, you know when she's stitching if it's okay with Alexi lets her finish the stitch but then at the end uh, you know she says 
you're going to come with me down the hall. We're going to wash our hands. And so she just puts her hand on her back and leads her out the door. And when they get to the hand-washing station, they start washing their hands in, in silence. But then Sarah or uh, Fenrail looks at Sarah and goes, Killing's never easy, and it doesn't get easier. What gets easier is if you learn how to do it quick. I've been in the woods on my own for a long time, and I had to learn how to fend for myself. And if you want, I can teach you. Because you never know if your dad's going to be with you forever. This like this like sinks. This has like there's like something something in Sarah. She looks up, takes a second, and uh, and then she's just gonna reach out and like grab Fenriel's hand, and just like just just hold her hand for a second, and just like just give it a squeeze, like a like a like a brief squeeze, and just like a nod her head, and then just like walk out back to the room with the other two. And when uh, Sarah squeezed her hand, Fenrir stiffens immediately, just like totally still, but softens just as she leaves. And then when Sarah's gone, Fenrir just sits breathing deeply on her own for a minute before she turns back to the room. We then just cut to outside to a skyward shot of just a cold, clear night. Uh, where thanks to no lights from civilization, we just see uh, the belt of the galaxy and stars just twinkle far away in the empty silence. Fantastic. Meditative. I want to give uh, all your characters inspiration point, uh, except for Jonas, unfortunately. But <laughs> Jonas doesn't get anything fun this episode. Get an inspiration feeling. point for surviving he gets the night. Fun. He gets a fucking dagger out of his chest. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, and finally, before we get to morning here, uh, I need a representative of the party to make a luck roll for the type of weather we're going to have on this uh, Tuesday morning up here. Yeah, Sarah should make the luck roll. Sarah. All right. You ready for another one? Let's do it. 14. That's very good. That's bordering on excellent. excellent. It is a, a sunny, clear day. Uh, there's intermittent clouds, but this day starts off uh, with blue uh, skies. Uh, still the Christmas, Christmas? Wow. The crispness. Um, oh boy, it's still in my system. It's still there. Uh, yeah. The crispness, uh, the the crispiness, uh, the crispness of the air of uh, winter is still remaining. Uh, yes, it is a crispy air. Um but um, yeah, so you all, uh, yeah, sleep. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, none of you in terms of injuries will heal yet because a full day needs to pass. So, uh, you know, this time uh, tomorrow night, then we'll kind of reduce a notch here. So you're all at your current injury levels. Ah, oh, my toe. <laughs> yeah, your toe. Actually, well, hold on. Well, no, that's a good point. Louisa, it's been a day since your toe. You can actually, your your stub toe is gone at this point. So she wakes up and is like, ah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh. <laughs> your toe is de-stubbed. It is now back to his regular working self. Amazing. Um, the toe is ready to go. Um, but uh, yeah, it is now uh, morning. So Jonas, um, you awake and you know some color has come back to you 
Uh, and uh, we'll say, you know, it's kind of like cinematic treatment of medicine here. Uh, you are bandaged, we'll say, you know, on your bare torso. It's wrapped around. The weapon is uh, unstuck. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're definitely very sore and you feel very tentative about like you feel weaker uh, generally. Uh, I'll say um, you can go back up to probably half your stamina rounded up. Okay, nice. I think the first thing that Fenria would do is when she sees Jonas is awake, she goes and gets Sarah. Mm, great. Yeah, so I guess Jonas is like, like, like how, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, so Jonas is like, look, he's like up, he's like, oh, man. And he like looks over and then, dad, and like Sarah like runs over to Jonas. Dad, are you okay? Uh, yeah, hey, Sarah Bear. Oh, what, what, what happened? And he like looks around. He looks to Fenrir. I guess the first one in view. He looks to Fenrir. Fenrir, where, where are we? You got the shit kicked out of you. Uh, yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Uh, like I got the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> and he just kind of like, just kind of sits and sounds there. But he's but seriously, where, where are we? What is this place? And so you hear a voice uh, from the living... Uh, well, we'll say the kitchen. There's a kitchen table, as Wilma just kind of says. Breakfast for those who are hungry. Fenriel looks at him and goes, You should eat. Do you want me to bring you something, or do you want to come to the table? Uh, I would I would love it if I could... I mean, I, I don't want to... <coughs> All right, I'm going to get you something. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of like... Thanks. Sarah's just kind of standing there with him. As Wilma is uh, serving up uh, food, like I said, salads, some, uh, you know, uh, some fried eggs as well. And Fenrail just comes in and takes a plate and starts like uh, a tray, actually, and puts three different meals on the tray. So as you're walking back into the room with Jonas and Sarah, there's a maybe you catch like the, the the latter end of a conversation so the muffledness of like room separation and then dad i don't think we should go they're nice i think we'll it's it's, it's you see how unsafe it could all be we gotta split and then like you maybe enter the room or something like that yep. and i think hearing that fenriel goes to the uh, side table and kind of slams down the tray but they they both kind of like look in the direction. Sorry, did I disturb you? Yeah, we were just having a private conversation. Hmm. Sarah, why don't you go fetch your dad some water? Sarah Sarah rel- reluctantly does so. She'll, well, not reluctant. She'll like look at these two people and and then go do so. I'm gonna say. And Fenriel looks at him and goes. I spent more than half the night trying to keep you alive, and the first thing you're going to do is take your kid and run? You're in no shape. Oh, God. Listen. I'm No, not you a- listen. Do you think it's safe for her out there in the wild? Do you think you're in any position to be making sure that she's the one who's safe? Do you know what she even did to save you? She needs to learn. And you can't do that on your own. You don't think I know this? From the other room, I feel like you can kind of hear whisperings, and I kind of just like 
look at Wilma and Alexi, and I'm just like <laughs> quietly scooping food onto my plate. Wilma has a very similar expression. I'm just like, uh. <laughs> and Alexi's like, so what kind of egg is this? Duck egg or what? <laughs> you don't think I know this? Well, if you of do, course you I know that. This poor job of showing it at all. Well, what the fuck? <coughs> oh, fuck. What the fuck am I supposed to do, huh? Do you want us swearing in this, Julian? Sorry. Swearing's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, not South Park just swearing yeah. every third word, but yeah. Um. Listen, you're all, you're great people. It just, look, I haven't, I haven't remembered the last time I had to think about my own mortality this badly since I've started hanging out with you. Fuck. <sighs> That has got to be one of the most selfish things I've ever heard. And I think Fenriel just kind of like sighs and looks at him and says, You almost died, Jonas. You almost died. The only reason you're still here is because you had people around. If you're trying to protect your daughter, what are you thinking trying to take her? And especially when you're in your condition. I'm not one who likes to travel with parties. Don't get me wrong. This is strange for me too. But I think if we're going to go, going to give your daughter any chance of a semblance of a life, then you need to at least train her how to be on her own, not throw her into the gutter. I, I, I know I have been. I just, oh, fuck, I'm getting old. I don't, I don't know how much I'm getting... I've been trying to teach her how to shoot, and I have been. She's a great shot. She just... Uh, she's she's nervous. She doesn't... Because she's a child. I know, but I need her to not be a child. I need her to grow up faster. I just... Fuck, I won't... I'm armless. I'm getting older. I don't know how much I can give her until I'm gone. And I'm, and I'm realizing that. I just... Hiding has been the best way for us to move forward now, and that's... Ugh. Fuck, I feel like you understand that. There comes a point when hiding doesn't work anymore. Ugh. Yeah, I know. And at that point, uh, you hear gunshots outside. Uh, just scattered like three gunshots. Like, <sighs> uh, Wilma, should we be concerned about that? Um, it's like, no, I, I think they're just training. Okay. These duck eggs are good. Um, when the guns fire, can Fenriel come out of the room so fast and feral again? Sure. Mm. She's just like looking, and I want her just to like run out of the run out of the building. Fet. Wilma goes to protest. <laughs> Apparently, so does Sinny, but it's too late. Um, <laughs> as uh, we follow uh, Wilma, uh, sorry, we follow Fenriel uh, for this moment here. As you head outside, and you see on the road, uh, you see. Um, probably like a handful of individuals uh, firing uh, rifles, some with like a crossbow, uh, two crossbows and like a bow and arrow at uh, what looks to be a setup of like cans on the highway. Mm. Um, And a man behind them says, uh, just kind of like a a man who's, you know, older, covered in like kind of furs, has like two dogs uh, at his heels, uh, just kind of looking around as he says like, no, 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 you have to do better. Honestly, I could shoot straight if I was drunker than this and I'm hungover. Come on, you sorry saps. 
Welcome to the Broadheads. You've got to aim for the neck, or in this case, the can. Willoughby, what were you aiming at there? You hit the lake. Willoughby. <laughs> Sense and sensibility. Um, as, uh, I'm sorry, I just though. can't get my hand to stop shaking, sir. Well, maybe you're not cut out for this kind of work. I, 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 I can! Yeah, Willoughby, fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, fuck Willoughby! All right, let's uh, reload and we'll have one more practice shot, but bullets are expensive. As uh, he turns around and sees you, Fenriel, who's kind of dashed out there. Um, as he kind of cocks his head to the side, kind of a, a big grin uh, this uh, man has uh, with a dubious shaving uh, that he has um, and kind of a scar up his right side, uh, just black hair. Hello there! You want to join the Broadheads? I bet you could shoot better than half this lot. Uh, you just see Willoughby in the background really doing badly at shoving more ammo into the magazine. It's like spilling out. <laughs> Uh, he kind of clocks and says, like, in fact, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> Fenrir, like, you can see her shoulder start to detense a little bit, but she's still on guard and looks at him and goes, what the hell is a prodhead? Prodhead! Well, that's a hunting company, isn't it? Why else would you be up here if you weren't trying to join our merry band? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't went British. I don't know. Fleeing? <laughs> British, again. So much British. It's woodland. What am I saying? This is woodland. No it's mistakes. Woodland. It's woodland. It's woodland. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do that one. I don't know. How do you say that in Irish? I don't know. Fleeing? Well, half of these people are fleeing. So you might as well join. Become a part of something else. Come on. Yeah, take a bow or a, a gun. Let's see what you've got. Fenriel... I don't think she suffers fools, but, like, she's charismatic, as always. So I think she kind of rolls off the stress, goes over and goes, Well, I haven't been much of a shooter in my past, but I could give it a try, I suppose. He smiles wildly and just hands you his sidearm, uh, which is a revolver. Oh, I I thought she was going to get a bow and arrow. You can, but he's handing you this gun. Oh, all right. And then she aims it at the can and goes, like this, and then takes a shot. Take a dexterity roll. Oh, God. A newly minted, leveled up dexterity roll. All right. Dice, there was ever going to be a roll today that you were nice to me. You've been giving me ones and twos. Today, this will be a nice one. Nope. It's a one. <laughs> so, um, nine. Nine? There's still a chance. Make a luck roll. Okay. Nine is poor, but, you know, even a poor shot sometimes rings true. Ten. Nah, unfortunately not high enough. Can she go, can she say, hmm, let me try one more time. (laughs) No, no, that's one more bullet than I'd care to shoot as he kind of snatches it from you. Still closer than hitting the lake, Willoughby. I, uh, mm. (laughs) still smashing the magazine into the bottom of the gun. Uh, he just kind of ignores this and turns his attention to you, uh, Fenril, and just says, like, I don't recognize you. What's your name, young one? Um, Fenril. Fenril! That's a very pretty name. My name is Vikram Gallant, at your service. Did you give yourself that name? I did. (laughs) 
Did you give yours? That's a really good point. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're of the same cloth. Please uh, feel free to uh, jump. Take Willoughby's spot. We're doing some light training, and then we can uh, go about and how we're going to take this bellows beard down, eh? Why don't you fill me in? But of course. Mr. Gallant. Uh, he smiles widely uh, there. Oh, is she like tur- a little like, is this flirtation working on Fenriel? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, he is definitely like, you know, too, too old. Like he's in his 40s. Uh, but he's a charming uh, dude. And he's, you know, like I said, he's ragged as many people are out here. But, you know, has some sense you. of style. My husband's um, in his 40s. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but you're not. But Fenriel's, uh, how old is Fenriel? If you don't mind me asking. She's probably um, early to mid 20s. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's a question of taste is all I'm saying. I was just warning you. I was just front loading <laughs> it. I think if we can travel back in time just for a second, as as Fenriel just sort of runs out of the house, Alexi like notices this, clocks it, hears the door slam behind her. He kind of like finishes his last gulp that he was on, and he like puts his bowl his bowl down and says like, "Well, it seems that we are up to our usual antics, and the day has started." As he like puts his bowl down and uh, starts to starts to head on out of of the house, he says like, "Thank you for everything. It's." Uh, the food, the, 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 the place to sleep for the night. We appreciate it. Um, you're quite welcome. Um, may I ask you something? Of course. Are you Catalyst? Uh, Alexi just sort of, uh, he takes a second as he looks at her and then just sort of smiles and says, <sighs> Yes. She kind of nods and looks down and then looks up towards you with a twinkle in her eye and just says thank you so much for what you did for us during the war on form uh and alexi just sort of says um and thank you for what you do (laughs) even though you might not know it well you made it known and i appreciate that uh and alexi just sort of uh says like um must be going. <laughs> I have a sort of <laughs> wild comrade who needs my attention. You hear a revolver shot? <laughs> As uh, Alexi makes his way out. As uh, Alexi, uh, I mean, you know, I'll ask for an intelligence roll, Alexi, but uh, <laughs> we know how this Excuse goes. Excuse me. Excuse Sorry. me. Sorry, I'm just saying. Maybe you won't roll ones and twos like Louisa Don't and I. Don't you dare presume. It was <laughs> a one. True. Six could do this. Uh, it was it was a one, so six. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, you trip on the door frame as you head out. You kind of like stutter out there, yeah. but you're fine. Uh, as uh, you get a stub toe. <laughs> you get oh, a stub toe. No. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You have a stub toe Minor now. Injury. Minor injury. <laughs> Factor one. But you'll heal quick. Yeah, the stub toe continues. <laughs> it's like a curse. The like Tarzan, it reaches for another yeah, toe. Yeah, it just gets passed. It's a one. curse. <laughs> Yeah. Watch out for that toe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Alexi, um, Alexi uh, walks out into the into the into the day. Takes a big deep breath, and um, as he does, uh, sort of goes like, "Ooh!" As uh, his side is definitely a little stiff, um, and he sort of starts sort of stretching a little bit, um, and uh, and walking towards Fenril. 
um, talking uh, talking to this man that he's never met, uh, and just cool. says, uh, hey, "Hello!" as he sort of like waves over to them. Well, ain't you a big fucker? <laughs> and Alexi, uh, Alexi goes, "Yes, I am." Uh, he says, uh, "I hope my friend here uh, wasn't giving you any trouble." Trouble? No, she. Maybe considering enlisting. Needs to work on her shot a little bit, but that's what we're here for at the Broadheads. Uh, as Alexi just sort of says, like, um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, yes, uh, I think uh, everyone could benefit from a little bit of training. Uh, what exactly are you training for? Hunting, my friend. What the Broadheads do best. Hunting a glorious, glorious prey. A prey that I should say is... Only slightly bigger than you. Catalyst? <laughs> As uh, people are looking around at this point, they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Alexi just says, uh, <laughs> my name is Alexi. As he holds out his hand. Ah, he looks towards Fenriel. Another, another made-up name. My name is Vikram, my friend. I don't think his is made up. Oh, my dear, uh, as uh, you'll find the Vikram's a little brash as he does kind of interrupt and go towards Venerel. Catalysts have all sorts of strange, aggressive names, and I guarantee you, Alexei, while perhaps uh, a Russian czar or wherever that comes from, is not quite aggressive and on the known, uh, on the nose enough. Uh, perhaps his name was uh, uh, Boulder or Cannonade or... Um, uh, fist, something like that. <laughs> As uh, Alexi, uh, Alexi definitely says, uh, he says, uh, "You definitely have a knack for names." <laughs> Thank you, my good friend. I'm trying to become a better charmer every day. It is uh, my work in progress. And if you just hear Fenriel snicker under her breath and goes, "Doesn't sound like you made much." <laughs> <laughs> If you don't mind me asking, uh, did you hear about the conflict over in uh, the city uh, close to here? I did, my friend. Actually, some of the newer recruits to the Broadheads are refugees from that uh, said conflict. But I'm very eager to hear more. Um, let me just uh, get this firing practice done, and I would love to hear it from your own mouth, if that's all right. <laughs> Who's, uh, you know, someone else's mouth that will tell you? At this point, your mouth is as good as anyone else's. Fire! Uh, he says as uh, another round of gunshots and bowstrings uh, twang. And Alexi thinks in his mind, is this guy flirting with me? He's like... Right, right, yeah. <laughs> is this happening right now? What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, Federal's just watching us. <laughs> your mouth is what? I, I hit the beach this time. Better, Willoughby! Better! Now I just need you about a yard to your left. Um, as Vikram's uh, uh, kind of yelling that. <clears throat> Can I have, like, so this is happening outside, right? Definitely. Like, shooting everything. It's and not then, inside, yeah. Sorry, it's not inside, yeah, inside, yeah. Uh, and then maybe, like, the camera turns around and then we see Sarah looking out the window. And she's like, like, Jonas is, like, asleep, let's just say again. He's just passed out. And then Sarah's, like, looking out the window, and there's, like, all this action happening outside. And she's, like, it's just, like, she looks down. She's still maybe, like, 
holding the gun that her dad gave her. She's looking down at the gun and then looks up at Fenrir. And there's like gears turning her head and then looks back down and then looks up towards Alexi. And then she looks back down in the gun. Uh, perhaps to carry on to that, like you look up to Lexi and then you hear some tutting uh, as Wilma's kind of approaching and like takes the gun away from you and hands you a drying uh, cloth uh, as she's starting to do dishes and puts it on the table. Um, yeah. Any other final images uh, here? Are we good where we left off? I just really want Fenriel to hit a can like so bad. Or hit something. <laughs> just anything. Really. Yeah. Because she has an archer skill. Why doesn't that count? Well, because you were using a gun before, are you now switching to a bow and arrow? Just be like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All right. Let's end it off with a dexterity roll uh, with advantage because it is a controlled environment. And you're demonstrating archery. So it's a dexterity roll with advantage. Doesn't need it. She gets a six. And that means my, oh, wait, no, my dex. Right. My dex. Oh, wait. Yeah. My dex. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, uh, there uh, we see. Uh, I hit like the can. six. Like, <laughs> okay, well, let's not go crazy. You hit the one you were aiming for. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but you just kind of uh, ping it there um, as uh, you hear, you know, Vikram is perhaps a far shot being like, Fenriel, you're my new favorite. Oh. Well done. Oh, um, man. Just leave your mouth over there. <laughs> Yeah, no, nice. like a Willoughby thought, like I, he was the favorite. <laughs> um, but the camera then just cuts to uh, someone who was not seen on the um, second house. So we'll kind of learn in uh, Lowborough, uh, which is where you're at. Uh, this uh, second house, there is a, a woman, a smaller woman uh, with also dark hair, uh, who just kind of has her feet uh, propped up uh, in hunting gear. She looks a little tired and just takes a big swig from a bottle looking at this uh, and just says, fucking keeners. So she just kind of uh, shakes her head uh, looking on and uh, doesn't take, uh, almost just takes one breath and then goes back to the mm. bottle. Cool. Um, and we'll end it there. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Jason Ox and myself, Julian Frid. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring myself as the handler, Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, and Christy Bolton as Fenriel. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Sign Universe, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. Sign is a part of the Fable and Folly podcast network, with recording provided by Zencaster. If you like what you hear, Please do like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Cander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific 
creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Cantor was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Cantor, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Cantor, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kanda a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp. Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Cantor is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Cantor, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.